You're listening to the Sean Lowell Podcast. back to the Sean Noble podcast thanks for tuning in again um, I'm going to ask another question today um, and it is which protein would you recommend for me I'm training for the Royal Marines so six days a week I'm not looking to building the size just a decent shake for after workout currently I'm using maxi muscle extreme gain but was thinking about switching to Promax. which would you recommend supplements is something I get asked about a lot And the first thing I always say to people is, what does the word supplement mean? Now, it means supplement as in added to, something on top of. And I think that's what you have to think about with supplements. You don't need them. Taking a protein supplement, if you aren't getting your training right and you aren't getting your overall nutrition right, is not going to be the magic wand, the magic ingredient that's going to give you whatever you're training for, be it better at football, better at rugby, faster runner, better physique, Royal Marines commando, whatever it is. So um, this person is using an extreme gain, which generally would be for somebody who wants a lot of calories to gain muscle. So to gain muscle, you need to be in a calorie surplus. You need more calories than your body generally needs. That extreme gain could also be useful for somebody who's doing a lot of fitness training. So if somebody's training for a marathon, is training for a boxing fight, an MMA fight, or as this individual is training for the Royal Marines and doesn't want to break their body down, doesn't want to lose any more muscle. So actually, this protein um, supplement source for him isn't a bad choice. However, what is the rest of his nutrition like? Is that correct for what he needs? This is exactly why I write or wrote the ration pack diet um, and uh, I'm going to uh, reissue that book soon um, under under a different name with some extra chapters and things in so so look out for that um, and that's the reason I wrote it I would get so many direct message questions asking about supplements asking about protein sources asking nutrition questions that were so um, vague and um, misguided I guess is the, the word I'm looking for so let's just start right at the very basics before we talk about supplements in more detail if you are trying to lose body fat and generally in the industry as much as it pains me we call this toning up somebody wants to tone up oh i don't i don't want to get bigger i just want to tone up i just want to i just want to get my six pack out and tone up my abs tone up is kind of we all hold muscle tone your muscles couldn't make you stand up if you didn't have muscle tone so we all have that What people who say they want to tone up generally have is a layer of body fat over the top of their muscles, whether it's their arms, their stomach, their legs, whatever, that's stopping their muscles looking hard. That sort of, not hard like a bodybuilder on stage, but just like, you know, like a a cover model or like, you know, what we consider a Hollywood actor who looks kind of toned, I guess is the word I was going to say then because we all say it. So what you need to do is get rid of some body fat. Now to do that, you either either you either need to gain a bit more muscle, which in turn, if you keep your calories roughly the same, will help you lose a bit of fat. Or the general way we do it, and the most simplest way to do it, is you need to be in a calorie deficit. So calorie deficit might be 
10 to 20% of your calorie needs. Now the question then is, how many calories do I need? And this is why I wrote the the, the nutrition books that I've put. They're on seanlevel.com if you want to have a look. In the book, I explain exactly how you can work out um, either very, very accurately or a little bit less so, how many calories you need per day. And then you can use something like the, uh, the calorie counters that you can put on your, your iPhone or your, your smartphone to look at what you eat each day so you can get an idea. Once you've done that for three or four days, people with habitual will generally eat the same things. You can probably work it out from there. Or you can keep measuring every single day and be on top of that. If you're not in that calorie deficit, you won't, over weeks and months, lose that body fat. Now, you need to do other things, I believe, like having a, a, what people call a high-carb day or a cheat day or, as I call it, a metabolic meal. And again, I explain this in my book. I think people should do that once a week because that helps keep the body running smoothly. It gives you something to look forward to. It helps you the hormone levels. Not just calorie deficit, six months off you go. You'll go crazy. Your body will make metabolic adjustments um, and you probably won't get where you want to get to. So supplements, taking a fat burner isn't going to make you have a six pack magically if you don't take any notice of your um, nutrition. If you carry on eating, even if you're eating in inverted commas healthily, you're not eating donuts, you're not eating crisps, you're not eating, I don't know, ice cream every night, you're not having five cans of beer or three glasses of wine every night. You're not doing that. You're eating relatively healthily, but you have a fair few slices of bread when you get home because you're hungry. You tend to have a large portion of pasta every night with your, your food. You tend to eat a lot of nuts when you're snacking through the day. You know, you have a few biscuits in the afternoon with a cup of tea. And you might only need 2,000 calories. That all adds up to 2,800. It's relatively healthy. You're not going to lose body fat. So you have to pay some attention to this. Even if you take the best fat burner in the world, doesn't exist, but you take it you're not going to lose that body fat other end of the scale if you're trying to build muscle if you're i don't know 70 kilos and you know six foot and you want to get to 85 kilos and you're doing the best training program in the world you've paid 500 pounds from some famous bodybuilder who takes god knows what to look the way he does but he says that he's got the best program in the world you pay him and you follow this program to the letter of the law because you want to look like him if you need two and a half thousand calories to maintain your body, you're following that program, which is taking a lot of calories every day or every other day, whatever it is, and you're only eating, I don't know, 1800 calories, doesn't matter how good that training program is, you are not going to build muscle. You have to pay attention to those, um, those calories and the macros you need. You probably need a 20%, 10 to 20% um, surplus on top of what you need to eat for your body doing its normal maintenance, but also your activities, what you do every day, walk to work, play a bit of football, all the gym work, whatever it may be. You have to put those extra calories in to give your body the excess fuel and building blocks to be able to build that muscle. So again... If you need 2,500 calories and you're only eating 1,800 calories, you might take the best protein shake in the world post-training. Let's say it gives you another couple of hundred calories. You know, you might eat a banana with it, whatever it may be. It's still only going to take you to 2,000. You're still 500 calories short. You're still not going to build that muscle. So before you even think about supplements, understand what your body needs nutritionally for your goal. If your goal is sports performance, if you just want to be better at rugby, better at football, then supplements can be handy. If you're already eating enough for what you need and you're not worried about holding muscle or losing fat, whatever it is, then taking a recovery shake will help get rid of the DOMS after a, after a match. Taking a electrolyte drink, 
pre or half time, whatever it may be, will help you not get cramps and that sort of thing. So that's where, yes, with sports, supplements can be really useful. I was on a, um, a martial arts course for 10 days recently. And one, I didn't want to lose lots of muscle. And two, I do get cramps sometimes when I'm doing eight, nine hours of activity, as I'm sure we all do. So um, people often laugh at me because I look like a, a walking supplement bag, but it helps me. And obviously I've got some links in with uh, Maxi Muscle. So um, I know about supplements and know what works for me. So yes, I took a protein shake a couple of times, at least midway through the day when we had our sort of late morning break. I took it when we finished immediately with a decent amount of sugars in it and some fruit. Um, I snacked on nuts through the day and then I took electrolyte drinks at least twice a day. And if we were doing really hard bits of training, I had some BCAs as well. One, because it makes the water taste a bit nicer. But two, there are some thoughts that it might help prevent muscle breakdown. Um, but equally I could have done that with, with a, a fast whey protein or whey isolate or something like that. So yes, supplements can be good sports specifically. This young person is asking about training for the Marines. What's the best protein shake? To be honest, what this person needs to do probably is give themselves a little bit more protein to help with their overall goals as long as the rest of their nutrition is correct and also to help with recovery. So any whey protein will work. They could take a, a cold filtered whey concentrate. They could take a whey isolate. They're taking a mass gainer. So that's got a lot of carbohydrate in it and probably some fat. But equally, like I do, when I finish training, uh, I generally walk home uh, and then I blend um, a scoop and a half of whey protein with a banana if I've done a really hard session I might add a little bit of dextrose maltodextrin in there for some extra sugars especially if it's a smaller banana I'll also blend it up with some spinach and often a bit of broccoli stem because I want to make sure I'm getting all the nutrients that I need um, and, and I prefer that sort of shake than shaking it in a gym but if I've got work or I've got something else straight after the gym then yeah I'll take a shaker shake it up maybe with a bit of the sugars again or just have the banana as you would normally eat a banana rather than blending it so that's what this person could do instead of having a mass gainer um Let's take this to a wider answer then in terms of general supplements. What should you take? What shouldn't you take? What can you take? I've already mentioned electrolyte drinks. I think these things can be really useful, um, especially if you're playing sport or you're doing endurance events. Um, I was doing one uh, military course where you run all around the Brecon Beacons and on some of the training exercises, especially in the summer, my hamstrings cramped up my calves cramped up can hardly walk the cramps so bad so i started taking electrolyte drinks now you could just mix 50 50 water and orange juice and you'd probably get much the same outcome but i'm not going to carry loads of orange juice around with me. i'm running around outside with a bergen on for eight hours so for me having a uh, two or three of these little drop-in effervescence is really useful and that's what i tend to use so um i don't necessarily think you need that if you're doing 45 minutes to an hour in the gym but if you're doing couple of our rugby sessions if you're doing you know crossfit uh competitions wads and that sort of thing they can be really useful if you're prone to uh cramps or if you then go back to work still sweating as we often do when we quickly do a lunch workout uh, and you don't drink enough getting those electrolytes in if you sweated a lot during the training session can really help um other things we've spoken about whey protein doesn't have to be whey protein um it could be vegetarian pea protein hemp protein rice protein potato protein or a mix um, there are other types of protein like a beef protein there's egg protein whey protein is obviously the most common 
Um, you also may be aware there's something called a casein protein. So there are two proteins in milk, um, whey, which is a fast acting and casein, which is slow acting. Fast acting means it's absorbed in the body, digested very quickly. So supposedly it will get to your muscles and help with recovery uh, and, and building bigger muscles quicker. Casein digests much slower, but it's therefore good if you're going to be unable to eat for a number of hours. So a lot of bodybuilders and, and I myself, just to keep the amount of um, calories I need and to help with keeping the, the, the muscle that I want to keep, um, have casein before bed. Every night before bed, I have a bowl of porridge. I mix in some casein and some whey, different whey for different flavours because the casein I get is generally the same flavour, chocolate. Um, and I might add a few blueberries and, and bits of fruit in there as well. I'm not saying everybody to do that. If everybody did that, there'd be some people out there who don't need that many calories who would put on weight. For me, it helps me get enough protein and carbohydrate in through the day because of the training I do, the muscles I hold. If I don't do that, I'll start to lose muscle unless I get those calories in earlier in the day but for me it helps me sleep well and it's a good thing uh, a good routine that I've got into and it is all about routine so casein protein is something you can take either before bed uh, either as a shaker as I do mix it into porridge if you need more uh, more carbohydrate and more calories or some people if they're going to have you know a long a long batch of meetings and they're not going to be able to eat they might have a, a casein shake because it will drip feed some some protein to help with recovery but also to help them uh, keep the muscles fueled and with recovery from earlier sessions or session the day before or if they are worried about muscle breakdown certainly in the bodybuilding fraternity they might do that so um you could of course use whey protein pre-bed um, and just mix it with something like greek yogurt or cottage cheese both which have protein in any way um, and that will slow down the digestion um, adding fat to anything will slow down the digestion um, but again fat is quite uh, calorific so if you're worried about you want to cut uh, body fat then maybe that's not the best thing for you to do um, other supplements that are very popular probably everybody's heard of creatine creatine helps with one of the three energy pathways without doing a science lecture um, it can help with fast um, action uh, activity so sprinting or something like bench press where you're going to do say I don't know four to ten reps and then you're going to rest it can help with that when you go more endurance it's not as good with endurance based activity so 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 studies show um, but it has been shown to be really good with injury recovery and I certainly when I had a wrist operation in 2006 I was reading a lot of the time and speaking to the uh, Royal Marie's remedial instructor, instructors and um, six half gram amounts of creatine supposedly in one study showed better injury recovery so there are many uses of creatine um, the, the one I would say is if you are trying to add muscle and strength and size it has been shown that whey and creatine together is better than just whey on its own. So um, follow the instructions on the creatine that you buy, but you know a, a, a teaspoon amount or two teaspoons amount in your post-workout shake, you won't go far wrong. Um, some people say you should sort of cycle on off it, do six to eight weeks on and then come off it. I think a lot of that has been disproved these days. It's not going to do you any harm. It's been around for a long time. And it naturally occurs in the food you eat. Eggs, beef and those sorts of things all have, um, all have creatine in. And it's naturally stored in your body to help with the phosphocreatine pathway so it's, it's nothing to be scared of and it, and it can really help people as I say um, another one that goes hand in hand with creatine and whey these days is beta alanine it's been around for a while it's the one if you've ever tried it it can make you feel a bit tingly and a bit itchy itchy around the hairline and on the lips um, again it's not doing any harm it's just uh, it, it, it's got, it, it causes the capillaries and things to, to dilate and let the blood through so it, it helps with 
taking all the nutrients and everything to the muscles, which can obviously help during training and after training. Um, and it's thought to help with endurance as well. So if you are into your endurance activities like your CrossFit, um, it, it can help. It's also said apparently in some studies that creatine and beta alanine together um, are more effective for muscle growth, hypertrophy, um, endurance um, and strength than just one or the other on their own. So again, you can put these things together. Um, the other side of supplements is the more sort of health supplements those are the more sort of bodybuilding fitness ones so we've got omega-3s omega-3s have been linked to brain function um, possibly even preventing some um, uh, things that can go wrong in, in, in the in el- elderly age in terms of the brain um, and uh, things like Alzheimer's I believe um, so if you don't eat much oily fish and some people don't like oily fish or if you're, you're a vegan then taking omega-3s now some omega-3s come from fish um, fish oils um, uh, if you're vegan obviously you won't want those so you might look at the, the algae omega-3s essentially I believe that the fish eat the algae anyway so that's where they get it from but it's obviously an abundance in their bodies um, and that's why we, we take the fish oils um, if you if you have oily fish two or three times a week you may not need it if you want to you know bolster your omega-3s then by all means take it I do take omega-3s um, sort of take uh, three to six a day um, when I remember I'm not always that great um, and apparently you can take up to nine grams without any problems but three to five grams is the sort thing you want to be looking at um, and uh, just make sure you choose a quality one a lot of them these days there'll be a fish oil or an omega-369 and when you look at the contents you're actually not getting that much omega-3 but you're still paying quite a bit you're better off paying for just an omega-3 and actually getting a decent one rather than paying for a 369 most of us get enough omega-6 and 9 anyway and we actually need to rebalance the levels and get more three so hence you want to take a three supplement on its own really um Vitamin D is another good one to take. Um, we in this country, the UK especially, don't get that much sunshine. And a lot of us these days do a lot of desk jobs. If you're in London, spend time on the tube. Um, especially in the winter, we tend to leave home when it's just about light, come home when it's dark. If you're not then training out in the in the park, if, even if it's not dark, um, you're in the gym. So taking a, a vitamin D can help with... Um, the lack of vitamin D um, so personally I do and then a multivitamin some multivitamins don't hit the RDA so make sure again you choose a good one it can help with vitamin C um, the B vits can help with your skin that sort of vitamin C for making you healthy help with your immune system so certainly not a bad thing to take however um, I don't always take a vitamin uh, uh, multivit or a vitamin C because I tend to blend spinach kale broccoli up in my morning shake and in my post-workout shake, I also have a hell of a lot of vegetables in my evening meal at lunch. So um, I generally have fruit uh, at breakfast, banana post-workout and some fruit before bed, berries and things in my in my porridge, as I've already spoken about. So I tend to get enough of it. If you're somebody who shies away from vegetables or tends to eat slightly worse than you should do, if you're honest, then taking a multivitamin can really help you ensure that you get those in. But honestly, it's probably cheaper and better for you blend up the spinach, blend up the broccoli stem, blend up kale, in with your whey protein. You're paying for a flavoured whey protein, whatever your favourite flavour is, vanilla, chocolate, cinnamon, bagel, or whatever the crazy ones there are. So blend in a bit of vegetables, you won't notice it, and you're getting cheap, easy vitamins, phytochemicals, all the good things that vegetables have without even having to eat them. Um, Any other supplements that I should mention? I probably should have made some notes rather than just talking about this. Um, I think that's probably it. Some people take CLA uh, and green tea extract to help with fat loss. I spoke before about um, fat burners. For me, any supplement company that their main source of money and income is a fat burner is a bit of a charlatan. Um, You are 
playing to people's insecurities by saying, here's a fat burner, it's going to make you better. When I've already explained, it won't. Unless that fat burner comes with how you work out your calories and a meal plan so that make sure that people, and maybe even an exercise plan because you don't want somebody taking a fat burner and ignoring exercise because they think it will work. Um, I was, you know, it would have been easy for men's health when they put out their supplements to go with a fat burner, but they didn't. They went with actually decent supplements and I think that was really honourable. So if you are going to spend money on a fat burner, just have a look at the active ingredients that they're charging you for you'll probably find that it's largely things like maybe a bit of beta alanine i'm not sure but things like um, green tea extract and cla which you can actually buy separately yourself Um, you can even have a few green teas at work you can get flavored ones these days green tea with lemon green tea with gingerbread and all this sort of thing so um you know green tea extract is obviously that times 10 or whatever it is so you can buy those from holland and barrett uh, and uh, as I say, CLA is helps thought to help mobilize fat within the body, stored fat. But you still need to do the training to then utilize that fat as a fuel. Otherwise, the body will mobilize it and just store it again. So bear in mind, you can pay hundreds of pounds on fat burners through the year and they might help mobilize the fat. But if you're not doing any actual exercise, you're just helping it move around the body and be stored again. You know, you've got to be in that calorie deficit. You get in that calorie deficit by either eating less than you need or getting out there and exercising. Um, so you can take some fat burners if you want to I don't think you necessarily need to a naturally occurring fat burner that most of us have anyway is caffeine if you like a coffee have a coffee have an espresso before you jump in the gym it'll give you a little bit more um, uh, impetus to train anyway and may well uh, help with a little bit of fat burning but at the end of the day don't rely on chemicals to help you lose fat do the work work out your nutrition and again uh, the ration pack diet and my new book which i'll release the title of soon enough um, are on my website they explain exactly how you work out what you need and if you don't want to work out what you need actually explain how to eat without having to do it you just need to be a little bit more careful with what you eat Um, and you can lose that body fat naturally cheaper for you healthier for you rather than pumping your body through full of chemicals you don't need um, but also by doing some exercise which will help with your heart uh, health and your your lungs your general cardiovascular health which hope and your joints as well let's not forget it you know do a bit of weight training resistance training it helps with osteoporosis um, as you get older so um, do it the proper way and it'll help into your old age and hopefully help you live a more uh, long and prosperous life I hope that answered the question for the young individual who asked me about taking supplements for PMC. Bottom line is the whey protein uh, you take is kind of irrelevant if you haven't sorted out your overall nutrition. When it comes to which whey protein, it depends on what your goal is. If it's to add muscle, yes, go for an extreme gain because it will give you other calories, but factor those into what you need. If it's to lose body fat, you probably don't want the extreme gain. You probably want a... Uh, a less uh, calorific uh, supplement, but you still need carbohydrate post-workout, twice as much carbohydrate as um, as protein probably. So 30 grams of protein, 60 grams of carbs. A banana is a good start, obviously, or a couple of bananas. Um, and if you're doing sports performance, then you can probably, depending on whether you need to gain a bit, lose a bit of fat, body uh, mass or whatever, probably get away with a good recovery drink, which an extreme gain, or there are specific recovery ways. Or again, a cheap whey protein like uh, Maxi Muscles, WPI or WPC with uh, some fruit. Fruit's a great time post-training, quick sugars, and also you get the vitamins and, and nutrients as well. Thank you again for listening. If you have any questions for me, please try not to DM me. Uh, open forum, Twitter at Sean Noel, Instagram at Sean Noel, Facebook Sean Noel. Um, I see those much more clearly. The DMs just fill up and I tend to miss them. If you do ask me a question and I can't answer it quickly over uh, social media, I will do my best to make a note of it and answer it on these podcasts. So please keep listening out. Thanks very much again. <laughs>